0: Said people were healed, they suffered from joint problems. Two of them suffered from demon possession, headaches, problems, sick, afflicted. People were, were, were hurt over with pain in their body for three weeks. Now everybody was completely healed. You should have seen it. The camera, everybody stood up and they received their healing last night. We were ministering at 3 o'clock in the morning, just releasing the glory. Had about 15 people gave their lives to the Lord last night, two of which were Muslims. Two of them were Muslims. You want to talk about a media revival? That's what that is, that we can sit in an office and we can broadcast the exploits of God, and people can be impact, and be impacted. Come on, man. That's great. <laughs> Holy Ghost, I was just in tears last night just, just being a part of that. And you know what's, what's beautiful is that that is part of you guys' seed. That's part of what you guys are a part of right now in Pakistan. Isn't that awesome? Man. Thank you, Father. I want to thank you, Chris, for working on that video for me, working hard to get it for us. Late night, I mean, he probably was up until 6 o'clock in the morning just getting it because we didn't get done with that, that, that teaching till like almost 3 o'clock, you know. Oh, thank you, Father.
1: say something this morning because we can become very familiar with like even for me last night when I was in the background just praying and hearing and seeing the people and I was like God don't let us be familiar with your freedom here in the united states like don't let us become familiar that we can come to church and be free with you god don't don't let us come into this place where we're like oh yeah we're just gonna come and you know we got to do the church thing and and i'm like that all it did was stir up hunger inside of me because you should have seen these women these women were sick they brought their babies in and they were sick and i'm sitting there and i'm like They have no doctors, they can't just go to like the clinic and say, hey, my kid's sick, can you heal him? They are totally dependent on something supernaturally happening in that atmosphere, in that presence, that that's all they have to hold on to. And I think if we can begin to break that inside of us, like God calls us to hunger, God, calls us to want more inside of us, God, calls us to break out of just having church, calls us to break out of just, you know, they were reading the scriptures to them. And all they had to do was believe because they didn't have the word of God in front of them where they could literally open it up and say, oh, my God, you know, I, I, I see it here. They, they were telling them the word of God because they didn't have scripture or word in their hands. And they had to believe. They had to believe that when we prayed and when we began to release in the atmosphere the healings and receiving Christ in their heart, they had to get to a place of just believing. And some of us have a hard time of just believing for our finances, of just believing for our everyday things here, and we don't have it as bad as they do there. And so I, I want to encourage you this morning. I want you to break out. You know what I saw this morning in the spirit? I saw us stepping in to a lion, that we would become bold for the things of God. But not for not, not to be judgmental, not to come against other things that we don't understand, but to be bold for the justice of heaven, to be bold for the things that God wants to do in this region, in this area, around the world, because each and every one of us is called to be a world changer. Not just in our area, but to change the world. And that's what, I mean, that's why I got, I got so excited last night. Like I'm sitting there and I'm watching these women and I'm watching the children and the way that they worship. Some of the kids were with their eyes closed and they were just like this, worshipping Jesus. And I, it totally wrecked me because I was like, man, we can't even come to the front of the altar here to worship in the United States of America, we stay in our seats, and these people will be killed and slaughtered for their belief system, for them believing in Christ. They had a guard standing outside the door the whole time, making sure that they were not going to get caught, worshiping and praising God, and they had a microphone. I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine fearing that somebody's going to come chop off your head because you're sitting in the front of the altar? Altar worshiping Jesus. You see how that stirs up hunger and you're like, and then your perspective begins to change and you're like, oh my God, like we've become familiar here in the United States. like We've got to break that stuff off. We've got to hunger. We've got to want more of what God has and not just see it as, Oh, bless them, Jesus. No, God, use that to create a hunger in me. Use that to stir up something in me that I'm not consumed with just myself, God, with my own problems, with my own situations. But I think about people like that around the world, and I'm like, God, I need to step out, God. I need to do something new. Something different needs to happen. You know, I released this past week about breaking cycles. You've got to break your cycle. You've got to come out of those cycles that you get yourself in of repetitiveness of the enemy taking on in in a whirlpool of nothings and get in the pool of Bethesda where the real happens, where people like that can be healed and they can receive the amazing, powerful things of God without even us laying hands on them. They were healed because the, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. And the Holy Spirit goes out and touches them and heals them. And we don't even have to do anything but agree with heaven. So this morning, wherever you're watching from, wherever you're from, you can agree with heaven this morning. You can break out of your cycle. You can begin a you can have a new beginning. I was driving on Saturday and I had this this this, this car. Me with this license plate, and it said 5588, and I said, God, I'll take that God, that double grace God, that, that double new beginning God, see, it's our choice what we want to do, they made a choice to go to that place last night, well, yesterday morning over there, they made a choice knowing, knowing that they could be killed knowing that their life could end, they made a choice to go and show up for Jesus. They made a choice. And some of us have to start making some choices in our lives to get out of the cycles, to get out of the things that are not meant for us, to begin to to cross over. Darren was here the other night. Matt, I had this amazing encounter with Jesus. I saw the promises just sitting there. And as the Lord began to tell me, the Lord's like, you're not getting the promises cuz you're not you're not taking them. They're sitting right there. Right there in front of you. If you could just step out of your comfort zone, step out of your cycle of of the torment, step out of the cycle of the things you know to be, you could grab onto your promise and take hold of it. But how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Are you willing to do? I mean, God, we don't even have those kind of circumstances here. All we have to do is come up and say, God, I want this, God. I want this, God. Make me bold as a lion that I'm no longer uh, consumed with my cycles. But I come up and I'm like, God, I'm going to take that. And I'm going to take this, God. And I'm going to take the mantles that were here. Darren had no idea that we had just bought that book of Lester Semral. And he was like, the Lester Semerals are coming forth. Well, let me tell you, I've been reading that book, and let me tell you, we don't look like any of that right now. But but you know what? God's going to help us, and we're going to look like that. And we're going to begin to, move, to become movers, shakers, and shifters. No more of this defeated attitude, victim attitude. You've got to grab hold of what God is doing. We need to be excited for the things of God. We need to be excited for the things of God golly we're getting pastors that have lived in the same place for 17 years and God is uprooting them for them to come here that should awaken your don't think bad thoughts in your mind anymore and say God what are you doing God you're moving families here from other states and they're not coming because they want to come and it's a good idea they're coming because God's going to do something God's going to show up for us and he's going to bring change to the God we pray for supernatural strength God we pray God. Man, I'm so thirsty, God. Mm, I just get some more of this river, God. Mm, God, that I just drink all of your goodness up, God.
0: Some of us just need to stop worrying about what your neighbors are doing. Come on. Focus on your own life and your own walk with the Lord. Whoo! It's like she was reading my notes. I, it, literally. Like we don't. I don't even have to preach or nothing. That's just, yeah. That's it. That that's Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Spirit. Did you feel that? It was like piercing. Oh, come on. Whoo! Thank you, Father. This morning we're going to talk about the faith that moves mountains. That's what that is. Our faith should always put God's glory and power on display. It should always be a representation of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. You and I were meant to move mountains. To see the impossible occur through the exercise of faith the promises of our sovereign Lord, if we are not seeing the mountains move, then we are living beneath our means. We are living as paupers when we have millions in our heavenly bank account. (laughs) Gee, come on. The faith of God's people is the channel through which God chooses to manifest much of His glory that results in the conversion of the unbelievers. It's the winning of the souls. It's the harvest. Last night, when we did that meeting in Pakistan, that's what that was. It was the winning of the souls. It was the faith faith was activated in those people that they were able to grab what was in the atmosphere and by faith they took a step of faith to say God, I want to know the real you. I want to ask a question and and maybe you're watching just leave comments whatever contact us there's a prayer line on the bottom we're going to be answering the prayer lines. But the question is this, what is faith? And I think we all have our own. But what is faith? What if I told you today that faith is a sound? (laughs) Come on. I like that look. He was like, huh? What if I told you that faith is a sound? <clears throat> Hebrews 11.1 says this, and I'm gonna read out of the King James Version. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. And through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by God's word so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Okay. So here, last week, we talked about the invisible realm. And it says that by things which are not seen, that means that, remember, we, we, we pull from the realm of that glory There's an invisible realm that we that 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 we see in the spirit. And I want want to share a story with you guys. This is many years ago, it might have been about seven years ago. The Lord had given us this vision, no, maybe eight years ago. I don't even know. Give us this vision about television and media revival. There was a word that the Lord gave us about it, it's a media revival. That's why you see the media revival stuff that we're doing. That was from a vision the Lord gave us. And I remember I was going through Craigslist and I was just looking around because we had no no finances. We didn't have monies, extras. We were doing the radio air, Jesus, and we just felt like, man, we need a camera. So I go on a Craigslist and I'm looking and I see this camera, and it was it was a substantial amount of money, but something inside of me was like, that's our camera, and I even told my wife, I said, this is the camera, this is the one, and I said, so I picked up the phone, having no finances, I didn't, I mean, there was no money in the bank for this, I want you to hear my heart. It was like, it was faith. I pick up the phone and I call this gentleman. He was in Austin, Texas, which is about two and a half hours from where we were at at that time. I said, sir, do you, do you I'm, I'm looking at the ad and I'm interested in the camera. Do you have this camera? He said, yes, sir, I do. So I asked, you know, I asked all the questions about it. I said, I'm going to go pick it up later on this afternoon. Would that be Okay. He says, yeah, sure, when I get off of work, come and pick it up. Now that came out of my mouth, but I didn't realize what I said. But by faith, I was calling it into existence. I did not see it, but I was seeing in the invisible realm where I have millions in the bank account of the heavens. And I said, I'm going to go pick it up. So I told my wife, man this is the one and I got on my face and said Lord I, I just feel this is the one and I begin to pray and I'm like praying to the Lord and and then we, and hours go by then the man calls me a couple hours later he says are you still interested in the camera I'll say yes sir I am okay what time do you want to pick it up I'll be there about five or six Still have no money. And then I'm like, really, God, you know, you're this is just I'm just stepping out and believing, and I'm praying to the Lord. And then the guy, a couple hours come, and we got to drive a couple hours to Austin. The last moment he calls me, he says, Are you ready? I'm off of work. And I said, Can you just give me just a few more minutes? Can you just give me a few more minutes, I said. I said, yeah, I'm ready, but I just need a few more minutes. And I hung up the phone, and I said, Lord, I said, this is the time. I said, I believe. I believe. See, that's the faith that moves mountains, that we can see in the invisible realm, that we can see. And I kid you not, this is the God honest truth. My wife will tell you. Somebody came knocking on our door. And they come in and said, you know, we've been holding on to our tides from a settle oh, from an inheritance, or from an inheritance. And I feel like I'm supposed to come and give you this right now. And I'm like, oh my God. Thank you. And I'm like flipping at my spirit, is just sleeping, like. And I pick up the phone. I said, sure, I'm on my way to go pick it up. And then the person comes and says, and here's another $100 for gas. And they said, oh, and here's something so you can buy some food for your family on the way over there. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the things. So when I, I'm not telling you something that I haven't, Tried to walk into my own self. And let me tell you what. We went and we, we, we met with the person that had the camera. And he was a, was a professor at the University of, of Austin, Longhorns. And he was a, a professor of the foreign languages, art, like the languages, which represented the nations. And that camera was going to be used to broadcast to the nations. So then we had this camera, and the Lord started using this camera. We started doing amazing things. Like we were, I, 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 I mean, I can't even tell you the things that that camera was used for. All over the United States, revival, glory. And then the Lord sends me another one. And then sends somebody to pay for that. Same exact camera. Two weeks later, the Lord sends me another one. So we got three of those identical cameras within the first, and within one month's time. And the Lord took care of every part of it. Five years later, six years, I don't know how many years later, the Lord says, hey, it's time to upgrade. And then he began to send the high definition. Because back then, high definition wasn't really, you know, high def. So how is faith the sound? How is faith the sound? I was reading this and I said, Lord, you got to make sense of this because, so in Romans eleven seventeen, out of the NLT, it reads this. So faith comes from hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. But I have asked, No, but I have the people of Israel actually heard the message. Yes, they have. The message is gone throughout the earth and the words to all the world. To all the world. Now I'm going to read the same scripture out of the Passion Translation. It says this. Faith then is birth in the heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. Can it be that Israel hasn't heard the message? No, they have heard it. For the voice has been heard throughout the world and its message has gone to the ends of the earth. So in order for you to hear something, There has to be a sound. You heard that. Yes. There was a sound that came when I knocked. So, faith is a sound. It's so much more than that. But it is a sound. Faith It's a sound that can be heard. It's something that is, because look, something has to be transmitted before it can be received. You have to transmit something before you're able to receive it. Faith is a sound that is emulated from God. It's the utterance. Listen, I love the way it says that. Faith is the utterance of the anointed one. Just capture that for a second. It is the utterance of the anointed one. It's the Father's language for those who believe. And just like Enoch... They will be found pleasing to God. You, uh, There's a sound that comes from heaven. And this sound is called faith. And it says that faith comes by hearing. That's where the sound comes from. And then it says that faith is what was found pleasing to to God. Are y'all hearing? Okay. If we have little faith, then little glory is seen through us. <laughs> we must not be content with that. We can't. I mean, we just um okay. I'm gonna I want us to read Hebrews 11.1 1 one more time, but I'm gonna read it in the NLT. Now faith brings our hope into reality. Listen to that. Faith brings hope into our reality. Because the reality is we're not of this world. The reality is that we are sons and daughters of the king. So that's how we live. Faith is a normal function of the bride. It is. It is. It becomes the foundation that is needed to acquire the things that we long for. So faith knows what's inside of us. Faith knows what our spirit needs. Faith, it's the sound that longs for what's inside of us. It's the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Because you can't see faith. This is a testimony of faith. Is what previous generations were commended for. Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. That's the sound. <laughs> He spoke the invisible realm, and it gave it birth. So what does faith do? What does faith do? Number one, faith, it moves you. It causes you to move. Faith, it lifts you. Faith, it opens you up. And faith motivates you. You see, faith motivated Abel to choose a more acceptable sacrifice to offer God than his brother Cain. And God declared him righteous because he was offering a faith. By his faith, Abel still speaks instructions to us today, even though he's long dead. Faith lifted Enoch. It lifted Enoch from his life and he was taken up to heaven and he never had to experience death. He, he had never had to experience, he disappeared from this world because God promoted him. Now let's read in Hebrews 11:5, Hebrews 11:5 for those who are watching. it says this, And this is powerful. It says, it was by faith. Listen to that word. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known. Listen to this part. He was known. As a person who pleased God. So what does that mean? That means that when you you grab this faith, that faith comes out of you, that faith is pleasing to God, that you will be known as one who brings pleasure to God. You see, before Enoch was translated to the heavenly realms, he he was a pleasure to God. Can you imagine? I mean, just like God found so much pleasure in Enoch, he's like, man, I can't let you die." There was just a there was so much glory on him. You're gonna come the way. I, I mean, I can't. You you can't die. And he loved him so much, and he found so much pleasure. He's just come on up. Because he was pleasing to God. I want to be pleasing to God. I want my faith to be a pleasure to God. Amen. For we come to God in faith knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who give their passion and strength in seeking him. You see, faith opened up Noah's heart to receive the revelation and the warnings from God of what was to come. Even the things he had never been seen, he stepped out of the reverential obedience to God and he built the ark that would save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned. But Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes from believing. That's faith. You see, faith motivated Abraham. Faith motivated Abraham to obey God's call to le- Listen, this part just, this was, it just grabbed me. Because I feel like, you know, I'm not comparing myself to Abraham, by no way. <laughs> no way. But I'll say this. Abraham had to obey God's call to leave the familiar. That's what I also said. We had to leave the familiar to discover the new territory. He was destined to inherit from God. So he left. And what did he leave with? He left with just a promise. He left with just a promise. You see, sometimes you step out and you say yes to God. You may be watching right now, and you're like, I feel a pull. I I feel God is wanting to do something, but I don't know how to get out of that. I don't know what to expect. Abraham left the familiar land. He left his familiarity. He left his comfort zone. He left all that he knew with just a promise. That's what it was. We come to Ohio with a promise. You see? You have you have words that have been spoken over your life. There's things that God has called you for, Jeff. Judy, and there's things and promises that God has spoken over you. And he says, I'm going to pull you out of the familiar, but I give you a promise. I want us to read in Hebrews 8. No, I'm sorry. Hebrews 11, <clears throat> verses eight, uh, verse 8. I'm going to read from verse 8 to 12. Hebrews 11. Thank you, Father. (laughs) Holy Ghost. It says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and to go into another land. That would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Or even when he would reach the land that God had promised him. He lived there by faith. He was like a foreigner. Living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob. who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to the city of the eternal foundation, a city designed that was built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and too old, She believed. She had faith. She heard the sound. She believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead. A nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky, And the sand and the sand shore, there is no way to count them. Mm. Man, I just feel the presence of the Lord on that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Matthew 17, uh, verse 14 through 20, it talks about Jesus' healing the demon-possessed boy. And it says this. You don't have to turn there, but it's Matthew 17, 14, for those who are taking notes and those online. It says, at the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He he has seizures and suffers terribly. And he often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Jesus said, You faithless, corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? And he says, Bring the boy to me. Can you imagine? You're walking with Jesus. I mean, you've seen everything happen. The kingdom manifested. And he says, he just gives you an open rebuke. It's like a slap in the face. He says, just bring me the boy. I'll do it. (laughs) It says, then Jesus rebuked the demon of the boy, and it left him. And from that moment, the boy was well. Afterwards, the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out the demon? Jesus told them, you did not have enough faith. And I tell you the truth, that if you had the faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here, move from there, because nothing is impossible. You see, the mountain, <clears throat> it's not a literal mountain that Jesus is talking about. He's speaking metaphorically on this. And it, it's, it's meaning that any obstacle that stands in your way, it is subjected to the authority that is inside of you because of the God in you. All you have to do is believe. Faith is a sound. And I was sharing with Alice last night, and we began to remember a movie that we saw, you know, and again, there was, this is going to bother some of the religious out there, but that's okay. That's between you and God. But there was a movie called the, the North Polar Express. But they would ring the bell. But the adults couldn't hear it. But the kids could. And the reason why the adults couldn't hear it is because their minds were so polluted, their minds were so distorted, they did not believe. So if we take that into a supernatural spiritual encounter with the Lord, sometimes we as adults, as believers, we can't hear the sound. We can't hear faith because we don't believe. It's just, faith comes by hearing the word of God. (laughs) So this morning, what do you hear? Can you hear Can you hear faith this morning? Those watching, can you hear faith this morning? Can you hear the sound of heaven in your life? Do you hear the utterance of the anointed one? That's big for me, Lord. I want to hear your utterance. I want to hear your song over me. Is your faith pleasing to God this morning? So this morning I want us to stand and those that are watching right now all over the world wherever you're watching we're going to do a prophetic act and an activation this morning. We're going to activate our ears to hear the sound. Because we can sound. Faith is a sound. (laughs) To hear the sound of heaven, which is the language of our Father, and it's called faith. The sound of heaven is the language of our Father, and it's called faith. So this morning... As we put our hands, if you're watching right now, I want you to put your hands over your ears. Father, this morning, God, Lord, we just declare, God, this is a new season for us all, Lord. Everybody in this room, God, those who are watching, God, this morning, we speak to our ears, God. God. Open our ears today, God. Let us begin to hear the sound. Let us begin to hear the sound of faith. Let us begin to hear your utterance, God. Oh, Lord, the utterance of the anointed one, God. Lord, let us encounter your presence and your glory. Lord, and right now, that we, you would close our ears off to any voice That speaks different than what your spirit says. Yes, Lord. Awaken us, Lord. Awaken the sound. Awaken the sound. Awaken the sound, God. Right now, ears be opened. Ears be opened, God. Let our eyes be able to see the unseen realm. Let us be able to step into that place, God. And we speak in activation now in the name of Jesus A fresh flowing, a fresh flowing right now. Father, new season, let us hear. Lord, give us the faith to move mountains, God. Give us the faith like Enoch, God, that we will be found pleasing in your eyes, God. Give us the faith like Abraham, God, that you would allow us to move from the familiar areas, God, and that you would take us into the promises. Woo! Right now, God, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.